I'm Elena Hudgens-Lyle. And I'm Harvinder Vadva. We're the hosts of Inappropriate Questions, and we're back with Season 3. With some fantastic guests, we break down questions like... Is asking where are you from appropriate small talk? Is it okay to ask a co-worker how much do you make? Should you ask a polyamorous person, do you get jealous? Inappropriate Questions Season 3. Available now on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. You're listening to White Coat, Black Art in the Summer. This is an encore of an episode that aired in November 2022. Primary care, meaning a family doctor or nurse practitioner who sees you regularly, has been called a bedrock of healthcare. If you're looking for signs that the system is collapsing, primary care is a good place to look. Statistics Canada says roughly 5 million Canadians don't have a family doctor. In Saskatchewan, many GPs have retired, closed their practices, or moved away. The ones still working aren't taking on new patients. According to a new report by the Canadian Institute for Health Information, Kai High, the total number of family doctors in that province went down by an astonishing 11% in a single year. Kai Hai says 17% of Saskatchewan residents don't have a family doctor. If you do the math, that leaves roughly 200,000 orphan patients in that province, some with very complex needs, seeking medical attention in a primary care desert. We can certainly squeeze something. Is she available this afternoon? I don't know. I was just wanting to ask to see yes. if this is Yes, so a... let's put it in here. Okay. That's probably going to be the only option we have available for her yeah. currently because of how busy everybody is right mm-hmm. now. They so are especially busy here at Legends Medical Clinic, located in Warman, half an hour by car from Saskatoon. If you don't have a GP and don't want to wait untold hours in an ER, then this kind of place is your only other option. Hi, my name is Glenn Murray. I'm a pharmacist at Legends Pharmacy and co-owner of Legends Medical Clinic here in Warman, Saskatchewan. Do you think you can give me that that very quick walk-around tour? Oh, sure. This is our phlebotomy area. This is Nikki. She's a CLXT. She's also x-ray, phlebotomy x-ray. This is our physician's office. This is where they kind of retreat to do their charting? Yeah. You know the situation, some do it while they're in the exam room. Some do it back in the office. Uh, it all depends. You know, it's all it's all real time anywhere you are in in the entire clinic anyway. Legends Medical Clinic area. is the name of this full service clinic uh, that has a family practice, clinic. pharmacy, and minor emergency walk in. This is our workup area. Uh, this is an MOA. And so this is where you height, weight, babies, uh, urinalysis. What else do you do back here, Alyssa? Oh, blood pressures, glucose, spot checks, hemoglobin. Ten exam rooms, an x-ray suite, a lab, a procedure room for setting broken bones and putting in stitches. This is our waiting room, which now that we're heading into just about 12 o'clock, it's calmed down quite a bit. It'll fill up again in the afternoon? Yeah, it will. And what's it like at first thing in the morning? Uh, it's incredibly busy it's lined up outside before we open you know sometimes 20 30 people deep so and they tend to be the sickest patients often in the first thing in the morning generally they're generally the patients who uh, no longer have a family physician and 
and they're coming from Saskatoon or other communities. So their uh, urgency to them, obviously, with no other options, they're out here before we open because they want to be in right away. Hi, I'm uh, Richard Grimardin. I live in uh, Osler, Saskatchewan, and I've been looking for a family doctor in Mormon for a long time. I still don't have one, and my granddaughter doesn't have one either, and we're here at the walk-in clinic. We wish there was more doctors around. Richard Grimard drove here early this morning with his granddaughter. What's your name? Tavira. Can you spell that for me? T-A-V-I-D-A. And how old are you? Seven. And you were vomiting blood last night? Yeah. That must have been scary. I scared her grandma and grandpa yeah. too. Scared her grandma and grandpa yeah, too? Yeah, we scared us too. So we didn't know what to do, so we called 911. And and even like this morning, just before we came here, she vomited a little bit of blood, but it's getting a little better. Richard explains why he brought Tavita here. We bring her in to get to see what's going on here. Like We want to see why she was vomiting blood last night. We called in the paramedics. And what happened then? They took all her vinyls and everything, and they're, and now they said to come and see a doctor, so we come here to the walk-in clinic. To see. So they didn't take her to the emergency department? Well, they were going to, but they told her, we told them we'd just monitor her to see if she'd get better. They told us to go to the university hospital if it got worse. So we watched her all night, and now we're here this morning to see a doctor here. And How far is it from Osler to the emergency department in Saskatoon? Over 25 minutes. Long, long drive long if you're... Long drive all the time if you have to keep running there for stuff. Right. So I'll get you into a different room. A nurse brings Tavita to another room to see the doctor. Meanwhile, Richard tells me more. He's 60 years old and has chronic medical problems. Like most of his nine brothers and sisters, he doesn't have a family physician. As for his three grown-up children... They don't have family doctors also. So, and your kids are all grown up, of course. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have family doctors? No. Do they all live in Saskatchewan? Yeah, one lives in Weyburn, one lives in Melville, and one lives in Saskatoon. And how about your brothers and sisters? How many of them have family doctors? Uh, I think only two or three last time I talked to them. So it's a big problem in this province getting a family doctor. It is a very big problem. I, I, I don't understand why it's so hard to get family doctors here in Saskatchewan. I just, why eat there more of them? I, I don't understand. People are suffering. So how much do you depend on urgent care clinics like this one, like Legends, to, to get ordinary medical care? Oh, big time. Yeah, a lot. I, without this, I don't know where I'd go. And what about your own health? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I, last time I knew I had um, ulcers. And I have to go in sometimes to find a doctor to get a kitchen for that. I, last time I was here in the... Walking clinic on the other one, and I just had to go in for a prescription, but it took two hours to get a prescription that day, just for my ulcers. Richard is dealing with ulcers. Some of his siblings who lack family doctors have even more serious health problems. Well, I have a couple sisters have heart problems, but I guess uh, they went to a place and they got uh, them to go see somebody in Saskatoon, a specialist here soon, so hopefully they get there. But yeah, it's been a long time for them too to see a doctor. Are you worried, you know, as you, you know, you're 60, as, as you get older, that oh. uh, the health care may not be there if you need it? Oh, big time. That's what I was just thinking about when I was in here just a little while ago. I'm, I'm aging and, and I'm, I'm, my health's going to start falling apart. And if I don't have a family doctor, what's going to happen to me? 
I just don't understand. Another person who doesn't understand is one of the doctors who works here. All right. So, Mike, I send those prescriptions to the pharmacy yeah. for you. And then just remember those little things we talked about. If you have any trouble with swallowing, again, change in voice, or any difficulty with food getting stuck in your throat, come and see me right away. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Good. Anything else I can do for you today? Dr. Marcel Smith is a family physician in Warman and co-owner of Legends Medical Clinic, along with pharmacist Glenn Murray. In addition to his family practice of close to 2,500 patients, Smith works at the walk-in clinic five days a week. He says more and more patients like Richard and Tavita with complex illnesses show up at the walk-in because they have no family doctor. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's obviously partly why walk-in clinics have been overrun is just because of that. People have chronic diseases, um, multiple problems. They come to walk-in clinic. They will sit here for hours and hours, and when you actually see them, they, they do expect us to, or rightly so, to, to address all of their problems. Unfortunately, I mean, it is very difficult to do that in a walk-in clinic, and then there is definitely some frustration from patients and doctors because we, we struggle to, to do that. Um, I mean, the amount of people we we see and the amount of people that are expected to be seen, I, I think, again, doesn't help because you do not have 30 minutes to an hour to spend per patient to run through their entire history, take down everything, the family history, and then try and address every single problem. I mean, typically you would want to call them back, have proper follow-ups, but, I mean, even if a follow-up for my own patients take around six to eight weeks now, it's so difficult to follow up just with the walking people as well. So the care, I don't think, is uh, as good as it should be and can be. You must have stories of patients where you've sat down and you just said, your heart said, I got to do this. I, I got I to spend some time. Can you give me one of those, uh, an example of that? I mean, I think the recent story I would, would have, it's maybe a little bit different just from to give you an idea of where the problem is. I mean, an elderly lady came in who spent eight hours in the ER through the night, uh, wasn't seen, came in here in the morning. She said she went home at around four to have something to eat and then rocked up to, to our clinic. Um, I mean, unfortunately, listening to her story, it sounded like, yeah, she's having a cardiac event. We did send her back, and yes, she, she had a, a cardiac event. Um, like a heart attack. A heart attack, exactly, sure, yeah. So a heart attack um, uh, the day before, went to the hospital, but just because they're so overrun now, that gets pushed on to, to clinics, which, again, is not a, an appropriate way to, to provide care to, to everybody. Um, I mean, another story is, I mean, um, a patient I actually physically haven't actually ever seen, but I get a phone call from the cancer center. Hey, this patient was diagnosed with, with cancer. He was admitted. He's leaving the hospital. He's got nowhere to go. So obviously, I mean, those people you have to take. I mean, it, it's not like I can actually say I don't, um, we, we cannot do it. So, I mean, this patient I've been taking care of over the phone, doing his palliative stuff. I mean, unfortunately, he passed away recently. But, I mean, those are the stories, I mean, that we we just have to do these kind of things. I mean, and unfortunately, you, you get extremely busy. And, I mean, at some point, it, it does become too much. When that patient came here, how long mm -hmm. did you spend with them? You know what? If, if a story to me sounds like, yeah, this patient needs to go to the hospital, typically those are the faster ones because I know what I'm going to do. Um, I think it was about 45 minutes in, in, in the end. I mean, from... That's the heart patient? Exactly. And what about the one with cancer? 
Oh, I mean, I, I, that one, I mean, multiple phone calls. I mean, he's been sick, so, I mean, I, I do, we did that um, virtually most most of the time. But, I mean, other patients, sometimes you sit for an hour, I mean, um, and then you see how the waiting room fills up, and then that waiting room pressure gets to you, unfortunately. If you see the people, it's, it's I mean, Monday morning, I think, in the first hour, we had about 31 people come in to be seen, and I was going to see all of them. So you know that last patient will be waiting for four and a half hours. So there's always a little bit of frustration from the patient when you get to them. It bears emphasizing that walk-in clinics weren't built to take on unattached patients with complicated health care needs who would be better served if they went to the ER. I think there should be better communication, I mean, between the departments. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we are not the same as the emergency room, and the emergency room is not the same as us. I mean, I, I think if the correct stuff come to us that we see and the correct things go to the hospital, I mean, that will be perfect, isn't it? I mean, but that's not happening. And, exactly. you know, my take on, on urgent care centers and walk-in clinics is, is seeing people with colds and uh, urinary tract infections, and that's not what you're seeing here. Exactly. I mean, and that's typically what we would expect to see, isn't it? I mean, especially this time of year, I mean, coughs, colds, I mean, you see the kids, I mean, you see the, the, the adults with those kind of problems and those quick, acute, acute things. Um, so that's the expectation. Unfortunately, currently we don't see that. So you're, you're, you're running a walk-in family practice? Some days, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Glenn Murray, the pharmacist who co-owns the walk-in clinic, says it's not just which types of patients who show up at the clinic, but where they're coming from. So because of our proximity to Saskatoon, which is 18 kilometers roughly, you know, throw in a few extra for where you live in Saskatoon, people on the north end who have lost their physician are coming out to our walk-in clinic. Now, So you're seeing people from out of town? People who don't actually live in Warman who are coming here to to get some sort of primary care at your clinic. Absolutely. And tell me about those patients. So we're looking at patients who are chronic medications, four, six, eight, ten medications, chronic conditions, unstable chronic conditions, who have now lost their family physician, and they are coming out here for the walk-in to have one of our physicians address their medical concerns in a walk-in visit. That's just not possible. The time it takes even to get up to speed on what medications you're taking is three times as long as a walk-in appointment. You know, there was, um, I can give you some crazy examples. We had, we've had babies brought in on walk-in. One was a 75-day baby 75 day old baby who had only seen one physician in a walk-in after being born with um, multiple need for specialists or referrals brought to the walk-in clinic because that baby had no family physicians or no family physician at all what were you able to do for that for that baby for that family Dr. Galasso spent about two hours trying to, um, you know, write referrals, find out exactly what's going on, and then write referrals to specialists to have somebody address this. Two hours for one walk-in. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Dr. Hillary McBride. Normally, therapy sessions are totally confidential, but in other people's problems, I open the doors to let you hear sessions with my long-standing clients. This is what people sound like when they talk with someone they trust about healing addiction, parenting stress, racist ideologies in the family, and other topics that feel so timely as we come through this difficult time. Other People's Problems, available now on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to White Coat Black Art. This week, how walk-in clinics like the one in Warman, Saskatchewan, became the place of last resort for a growing number of patients who have no family doctor. Patients with no GP have long used walk-in clinics. The rise in walk-in family practice is a logical extension of the decline in the number of doctors doing family medicine in their offices. This is happening in most provinces, and especially Saskatchewan. Glenn Murray, the pharmacist who co-owns Legends Medical Clinic, knows all about that because he's been trying to fill the gap for a long time. Well, 14 years ago, I opened a pharmacy in a medical clinic that Dr. Maduri Singh opened in Warman. It was a small population at the time, 4,500 people. And I worked with Dr. Smith next door. And, uh, you know, it makes sense to have a pharmacy and a clinic attached for all kinds of reasons, most of them obvious. Murray opened that walk-in clinic in 2008. He closed it in 2014 after his wife died. Two years later, he partnered with Dr. Smith to open Legends Medical Clinic. At the time, Warman was one of the fastest-growing communities in Canada. The population was 11,200, and the town had six family doctors, including Dr. Smith. Then, something happened. We lost all the doctors. What do you mean? Well, they all left. All but one. Five of them left. Do you know why? I do. Um, overworked. Nobody, whether it's at the city level or the provincial level, seemed to have an appetite to address the problem of a growing population and this occurred right throughout the province and right throughout Canada. The doctors were overworked and underpaid. Glenn says the departing physicians either retired or left for other provinces that paid higher fees. Today in Saskatchewan, the usual doctor fee for most visits is $39. That's fine for colds and urinary tract infections. Not enough for more complex patients like Richard and Tavita, who we met earlier. Glenn says there's a lot more patients like them. Our population's been growing, but our necessary services have not been addressed. You know, people don't come to a province or come to Canada bringing their physician or their nurse or their nurse practitioner or highways or teachers for that matter. I thought for many years that this is something that should have been addressed as we were growing. So Saskatchewan's grown 18% in the past 14 years. Warman's actually grown 300%. But nothing's been addressed as far as bringing physicians here. Glenn says he, Dr. Smith, and others, including the mayor, 
have tried lots of ways to recruit new doctors, want ads, a private recruiter, plus lots of conversations with their MLA and the provincial health ministry to no avail. How many physicians do you actually have working at the clinic here and how many do you need? We have three and a half physicians in our clinic right now. We could use eight or ten if the other clinics in uh, Warman also had physicians. But there's two other clinics in Warman. One is closed and has been closed for seven months, six, seven months now, because that particular physician suffered an injury, and I don't know when he'll be back. The other clinic has one physician, and uh, that physician just gave notice, posted it, that he will be leaving in January. He's closing his practice there, and I believe, uh, now this is second-hand knowledge, but I believe he's leaving the province for Ontario. To sum up, Legends Medical Clinic currently has three full-time and one half-time doctor when it needs eight or ten of them to be at full strength. To that, add the growing number of complex patients who come here from all across the region because they have no other place to go. Patients who routinely take an hour or more to get sorted out instead of the budgeted 10 to 15 minutes for minor ailments. What they've ended up with on a routine basis are waits of five hours and more to be seen and a waiting room full of very frustrated patients. One day last month, things came to a head. Glenn Murray. A lot of cursing, swearing, intimidation, threats, smacking the glass in front of the reception, the plexiglass, kicking chairs. Uh, twice, one person ripped one sign off the wall. Another person ripped as many signs off the walls as they could. That's just unacceptable. But, you know, I, I get their frustration, Brian. I get it. They're scared. They have no physician anymore. Their health is on the line. This is their only option, and they don't feel like they're going to be able to get in. We did the best we could, but our docs were having to put off their regularly scheduled appointments and chronic disease management appointments, calling patients, say, could you come in next week or can we put it off till week after while we designated two physicians of our three and a half physicians just to walk in. And that was because of this load of orphan patients who have nowhere else to go who are coming to this clinic, to Legends uh, Clinic, to, to get primary care, to get the kind of primary care that one would expect to get from a family physician. Yes, that's exactly it. Glenn says they closed the clinic on October 11th. By the time I got there in early November, the clinic was back up and running. He says the problems remain. What's the fix? Well, we get there. We need to have everybody sitting at the same table, for one. You know, we need the health authority sitting with the government, sitting with the city government, sitting with the clinic owners and the physicians. We need the... SMA, in my opinion, to be sitting down negotiating. Saskatchewan Medical Association. Correct, yes. And we need to address the fact that we do have a growing population and um, we need to be a lot more proactive. But right now, we need to kick it in high gear for a short-term fix. And while that short-term fix is in place, they can work on more permanent strategies. Those permanent strategies Glenn talked about depend on the province. 
Recently, BC announced it would shore up primary care by paying family doctors a lot more money to keep their offices open. We asked the Saskatchewan Health Authority to comment on the plight of unattached patients. A spokesperson said the province is working on a plan to hire three nurse practitioners in Warman and is also working to train and recruit more family doctors while retaining the ones still practicing. The timeline for that is unknown. BC no longer sees walk-in clinics as a solution for patients who have no family physician. As for Saskatchewan... Saskatchewan seems to be going to the urgent care model or talking about the urgent care model and putting in a few new places, Regina, Saskatoon, even after seeing that it didn't work in BC. So there's not a lot of communication between all the stakeholders in the province and I don't feel that the province is having these conversations with other provinces. There's a lot of bright minds in government and SHA and private stakeholders, but you need to put them all together. Uh, Last question I want to ask you. How much do the patients who come to this clinic mean to you? A lot. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing this. They're uh, like friends and family. Patients like Richard Grimard. It turns out his granddaughter, Tavita, was vomiting blood from a nosebleed. She's doing okay. Richard is still looking for a doctor. What do you think the province should be doing that it isn't doing now? I think they should start looking for doctors. I know I heard this the other day, BC's given a big race for the doctors to live in, but they got to maybe get more doctors here and relieve some of the doctors are working like bringing more staff, more doctors to help out. And then instead of the doctors being all stressed and tired, we, we're just out of doctors. This, the government's got to start looking at this problem more serious and start looking for somebody wants to move here and get them to live here and take care of us here in Saskatchewan. Instead of moving all the way, the doctors are leaving. They're all leaving? Yeah, I heard there's some going to Ontario, some going to B.C., Nobody wants to stay here in Saskatchewan. They say the pay is not the greatest here for doctors. It's like there's now a provincial, interprovincial competition for doctors and some are paying more and and that's where they're going. Yes, that's, yeah. And even nurses, like, I worked at the health district for 30 years. I've seen nurses get bonuses and everything to move to the states. Or Alberta. Or Alberta, yeah. Why can't we do something similar to that? Thank you for speaking with me. Thank you very much. We have a bit of an update. Pharmacist Glenn Murray says they now have two more physicians, but neither is expected to stay long term. He says there's no word yet on new nurse practitioners or family doctors. Legends is currently the only walk-in clinic in Warman, down from three. So patients like Richard will have to wait even longer. That's our show this week. If you'd like to comment, our email address is whitecoat at cbc.ca. This episode was produced by Sujata Berry with help from Jeff Goods and Stephanie Dubois. Our digital producer is Ruby Buiza, and our senior producer is Colleen Ross. This summer, you can also tune in to The Dose, which airs Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM. That's medicine from my side of the gurney. I'm Brian Goldman. See you next week.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.